Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled... Badass. Professional. Woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, oh kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. Can I get up? when you go Wednesday wine and weed Wednesday wine and weed Wednesday I don't know anymore I don't know how that goes obviously that's a riff on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or Mickey Mouse obviously <laughs> they call me the captain captain obvious so What's up? Another week in the books. Another week in the books. I tell you what, since the last time I talked to you, it has been a week at work. One of those where just... What do you mean? Oh, just a small job turned into a larger job and then dealing with, like, slacker helpers. Shit, You know, it's like standard work shit but it was just one of those weeks where everything decided to kind of pile on itself and it was, I mean we're through it not the other side so well there you go but it's still stressful fuck it oh man I don't, don't matter I guess replacing drain lines in the floor at McDonald's what? In the in the kitchen. So, like, in the back in the kitchen at restaurants, they got, like, floor drains all over the floor. So whatever spills, whatever, goes into the drains and then drains off into your sewage. Well, over time, you know, those pipes just break down and you got to cut out the floor, dig down to the pipes, fix them, fill it back in, pour new concrete, relay the tile, whatever. Not that big of a deal, but usually when something like that happens, it's because, like, in the 80s, they'd use cast iron sewage pipes, and mm -hmm. obviously, by now, they're starting to fail. So if you get a break in one, odds are, more often than not, you're replacing a lot of it, and that's what this yeah. job was. It was supposed to be just this quick little area, and then it turned into cutting a trench in the concrete throughout their entire kitchen to run a new drain line because their old one is all shit. So on top of that, then you have guys that just, like, refuse responsibility, 
don't want to work. And then when something goes wrong, they blame everybody else but themselves. And it's like, can this job be fucking over yet? <laughs> yeah. But oh, God. it is now. So, And it feels good. You know, you get all the problems and then you fucking figure them out. It feels good to put out fires and you feel accomplished. Like you can do shit. That's gratifying, I guess. You gotta look on the bright side, even when it's a shitstorm. Always looking on the bright side. Always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Says not a lot of people. <laughs> Man, so I watched a crazy documentary on Netflix recently. That you need to watch. It's only like a three or four part series called The Puppet Master. Tracking down the world's greatest con man. Have you seen it? It's... No. It's fucking wild. So in England, like in the early 90s, this guy convinced three college kids... That he was an MI5 secret agent. And he was there investigating these IRA incidents and shit. And he convinced them that the IRA was after him and they're they're involved with this espionage. And like they got to go on the run with them. And eventually he had two kids with one of the girls. Apparently, they don't really touch on that a whole lot, but and he would basically convince them that they needed to go on the run and they would just travel constantly, go and stay unpredictable. Like, apparently, he's very hard to track down because it like one of the investigators investigators would say, like, if you're tracking somebody's movements, you know, typically the frequency that they visit an ATM or make a phone call from here, you can kind of like dictate where they probably work or where they live or kind of get a pattern. Apparently with this guy, it's like all over the board all the time. Like he's very, you can't track him very easily. He convinced this one girl to liquidate all of her trust funds, everything, And basically be on the run, go from quote-unquote safe house to safe house, but these are just like unfurnished apartments with a mattress in one room that they stay in, and like it really shit. They do a shit job that they give them all their money to him so he can take care of them, but they think they're hiding, so they can't draw attention to themselves. They can't, if someone starts asking or talking to them too much, they're supposed to like leave, you know, run away, whatever. He had this girl for 10 years living like that. And when they, f- 10 years. And, and he, there was another girl that he was doing it too. And this girl, her parents live in like Arizona. She was just over there for college or I don't know what for specifically. I don't remember, but um, he convinced her and her parents that she was in secret spy training or college, whatever. And it's, he needed all this money to do this and that. And that's eventually what got him arrested. 
because they were like, um, this isn't right. This doesn't sound right. That first girl that was gone for 10 years, like her dad was actively looking for her. And, but the cops would go, well, is she over 18? Is she, you know, being forced against her will? Well, there's nothing we can do. You know, because he's still talking to her on the phone because she's like, give me my money. But he can't track her down. He can't actually locate her. Well, they do it. He does it to this American girl. And then they get there. I don't remember who the investigators were and exactly what agency they're involved with. But essentially, they're like, yeah, this isn't right. This is fucked up. And they get a plan to basically draw him to the airport. They're like, yeah, we'll give you all this money, but it's going to be in cash and in person. And they get him at the airport, arrest him. They find a key in his pocket to like Buffalo Hills motel in the Swiss Alps. So they go to that motel and go into the room Uh and there's a box filled with passports, cell phones, shit like that of these other girls that they didn't know anything about. And that's how they found... Yeah, that's how they found the one girl. Oh, my God. Okay, so before I say anything about this show, huge spoiler alert coming up. (laughs) Basically, I'm fucking up a lot of it, and I'm missing, I'm, like, forgetting a lot of it, but a lot of spoilers. Um... That's how they found the girl that has been missing for 10 years. He gets arrested, um, gets life in prison in England. He goes to the Court of Appeals, and they overrule that because they said, well, were they actually physically locked up? No. Well, then there was not kidnapping then. So apparently, like, playing mind games and manipulating someone's mind... How is impersonating an MI5 agent not a felony? Like, in America, you impersonate a cop, it's a felony. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah, but they, he got he got let out of jail because he didn't physically lock them up. He just made them believe they were on the fucking run and witnessed protection from the IRA. Um... Short story long, they let him out. He does the same thing to a woman and alienates her from her ex-husband and her kids. And uh, her kids haven't seen her in seven years now. And they can't do anything about it because she's an adult. She can do whatever she wants. But he's like doing the exact same things that he was doing to all these other women before. Mm -hmm. Like... How the fuck can he be getting away with this to this day? Right now as we're talking. Well, you know what I heard something, this might give a little insight, okay. is that when Jen Shah was arrested from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City oh my God. for fraud, okay? Jen? On camera. I'll have you know, on camera, great season. She got a call. Let me just fill you in quickly. So she got a quick call. Your husband has internal bleeding at the hospital. You need to leave now. Okay, and she's like, okay. And she said to her friend, they're about to leave for a trip to Vail for the weekend. She just turns to her friend, she puts the phone down, she says, can you turn this off? And she's pointing to her mic, 
which you never do, right? Yeah. And so she's like, what? But she's like, okay. So she turns her mic off, Jen goes out on the phone, and then the other girls are arriving because they're about to leave, and she's like, I just got a call that my husband has internal bleeding, and I have to go. And they're like, oh, my God, is he okay? And she's like, I'm just trying to figure out what's happening. Like, she seemed shocked but pretty calm. And she was like, well, maybe I can still come. Like, I don't know, but I need to go. So anyway, then she leaves. Is that cold? And about 30 seconds after that, Homeland Investigation, whatever that department's called, as well as the FBI show up Homeland at Security. the bus asking for Jen Shaw. And these guys think she's ordered strippers for them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and man. But what a psycho to immediately go to, my husband has internal bleeding, which is a lie she made on the flight. She got a call, the feds are on their way. You know what I mean? So she yeah. left, and then they they showed up immediately after. Obviously, they arrested her. She didn't want to be put in cuffs on camera, which is why she left, obviously. Yeah. But for her to be like, immediately the phone call, what did they say? Maybe it was her husband. Okay, let's say that. So she's like, the feds are on the way. And she, without fail, within a split second, has a story that her husband's dying. You know what I mean? It's like a little bit crazy. Anyway, so the whole point of the back of that is that she was arrested for fraud. And essentially what she does is it's like retargeting, but extremely vulnerable people. So when you buy data of lists of people, you can choose your demographics, obviously. Yeah. So you choose, I would choose for the business that I'm in, women from the ages of 25 to 40, right? Um, Yeah. That's who's having babies. Having babies and also, yeah, 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 yeah. She picks specifically people with mental disabilities, people who are over the age of 80, and then she tells them, like, for example, part of the fraud scheme was like, invest in a business she would get these people who are not mentally sane enough to make a financial decision to invest their life savings right and then once they're financially fucked she came back again we can help you here's a loan blah 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 and it looks like all different companies but it's all just her targeting extremely vulnerable people so anyway that's a bit of an overview of it but the thing is that Fuck why that she was bitch. arrested, and I've seen a couple of interviews, and they said it was so important to make a statement of someone who was so obviously living above their means. Like, it made no sense how they had any money. And she's like, I'm in marketing. And everyone's like, okay. Like, I, I am too. What are you, you know? selling? Jeez. <laughs> and, selling souls? And very liquid in the money. Didn't own any homes. All rentals. Just shit was up, Right. And so they made a special, I mean, they've been investigating her since 2008, but they really went with it the last couple of years because they needed to make an example. And the reason why over 80% of con men get away with it is it is so time intensive to investigate fraud cases. Oh, yeah. They would need so many people dedicated to, I mean, this Jen Shaw bitch doesn't even, I just explained it to you in 30 seconds. They've been investigating her since 2008. So they catch some big ones, but that's why most of them get away with it. We just do not have the resources. I just seen 
I was the other day talking about how um, insurance fraud. Go, almost all everybody that gets caught with insurance fraud is because they partnered with somebody that ratted them out. And they usually get ratted out because the other person didn't make as much money as they thought they should or whatever, for whatever reason. But he goes, almost always, you're never caught with fraud due to, like, police work and investigative and, like, building a case from the ground up. It's almost always witness testimonial that rats you out and, you know, then, like, hey, we got you. And you're like, okay, plea out, okay. That's, you know, that's how all those cases go anyway. They all plea out anyway. It's crazy. I missed that. I'm sorry. Oh, I just, it, just talking about plea deals. How the majority of all cases are plea deals. Like, that's wild. Fuck that bitch, man. She should... She obviously can yeah. never, like, have a job like that again. And there's some sort of, like... Maybe there needs to be some sort of, like, license that you need to be able to obtain to, like, have certain positions like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, with financial advisors and shit like that, they have to have specific licenses. And if you, like, get caught with fraud or any sort of... Um, shady deals like they can tell you, yeah well you can never work in investment anymore or whatever right right they do that most of them just end up getting hired with the government mm -hmm. the good ones right fuck it man she's just be a con man apparently that's what it, Go for it, see how long you can last, morally, legally, you know, on the free world, and then when you get caught, just don't give them anything and don't take a plea deal, and apparently you'll just get off of it. And you go try something new. There's no consequences. No consequences. Life means nothing. Very little consequences. For most people who are cunts in this world, if we're honest. Mm -hmm. Very little people ever have consequences. Nothing matters. That's a very Nothing nihilist, nihilist point of view. You can't, you can't think like that. It's not healthy. But yeah, that puppet master was my big one. Dave Hendy, or actually his name's Robert Freegard, I think. Fucking crazy con man. can't quite fathom. There's one investigator on there. He kind of laughed because he's like, it's preposterous. If he was a secret agent, he wouldn't be telling you that he's a secret agent. I'm like, ah, right? I mean, come on, man. This is like someone that, oh, I'm a secret agent. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, fuck, man. How the, I don't know, I guess. I mean, I'm I used to think sea turtles breathed out their butts, and I've spread that lie for years on end, so I guess nobody's perfect. But 
nobody's perfect. I feel like it's kind of like that um, pressing a button to kill a cat. That um, the guy, mm. he's in England too. That fucking psych. Maybe it's the same. Fucking the, the British man. Weird. Psychos. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's a strong, it's a strong case. All English are crazy. Take Jack the Ripper for instance, and I'm sure other people. I just can't think of any right now. Just trust me, they're all crazy. down south well you know there's a lot of COVID around at the moment I just um, actually Jay's main teacher at his daycare because I've been keeping him home um, just messaged me and she said I miss Jay because mm-hmm. he hasn't been there for two weeks and I'm yeah. like I'll bring him tomorrow I'm just so nervous about him catching it because and I know he'd be fine because kids are, but he's just so sick all the time from daycare. I just don't... It's I don't want form. him to be really ill if I can avoid it. Yeah, I get... I get that. But it's good for him. It's inevitable, and every variant is seems to be a little bit less intense. So I'm like, well, we can, we can get it on the next round. I... Th- you know? I mean, I, 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 I agree. I mean, fuck, dude. Nobody wants to get COVID. Nobody wants their kid to get COVID. But as far as those other illnesses and stuff, like, man, every kid is sick all the time when they start daycare. But that's, you know, that's where they get those antibodies. That's how they build up their immunity. And now, like, shit. We don't get sick very often. Anymore. I hate to fucking jinx myself, but I figured I tried jinxing myself to get COVID. It hasn't worked yet. I've been a little more vocal with my opinion that like a few of us are just like superhuman and our superhuman genes are starting to shine with this COVID epidemic. Like everybody around us are dropping like flies, but there's a slim percentage. There's a slim few of us that Rise to the top. Cream rises to the top, Caitlin. Yeah. I have the hair for Wolverine. Not the top anymore, but I could do some mean mutton chops. Yeah. I know you don't know this, but he has crazy regenerative properties. That's one of his superpowers is he heals very quickly. Basically unkillable, kind of. Wow. Lose any more hair, though, I'm going to be more like Deadpool, though. Bald. Fucking dog barking. My God. Oh, Lordy. Ooh. No. I, I don't know. Well, 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 let me pull up the list. This time! 
Um. You need to work on your segues. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's true. So, okay, so back jumping back into the Bravo universe. Oh my god. Um, I was talking about Vanderpump Rules, which is. Wait. A classic and and one of our national treasures, Hold America. On. Um, is that the one that I watched? No, that's not. I watched um, um, Southern. No, fuck. Cause your your po- other podcast was like Honeys or something like that. More honeys. Yeah, so that was the name of that show that I watched. You watched Southern Charm. Southern Charm. He's got more honeys than anybody. Mm. You know that song? Yep. I knew it was something to do with honeys. I'm like, fuck, that tied into the show somehow, and I don't remember. I don't think it was the title. All right. Jesus, shut your fucking dog up. Oh, my God. All day. All day. Wow, 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 wow. Um, anyway, Vanderpump Rules. It's an Australian treasure. Or is it an American treasure? No, American treasure. Is it February? February, not February. February. Well, you you just gotta, you know, you gotta say it faster. February. I was talking about the spelling. February. Um, um, so, it started out as a spin-off from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, where Lisa Vanderpump, who owned a number of restaurants in Hollywood, they did one of those sneak you into the next show because they ended the scene, the last scene of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, this uh, particular episode. They ended the scene at the restaurant, at Lisa's restaurant, blah, blah, blah. All the ladies are at dinner party. Seamless transition into new show about the staff working at this restaurant. Okay. Okay, that's how we were introduced. And they are young, they are horny, they are fighting, and they are drunk, and they are 100% coked out of their brain to the brim 24-7. God, to be young. What a life. It was fun partying. Um, so, <laughs> what they, a time. so there's like the, uh, Stasi, who is like queen bitch. She and Jax are dating. Her best friends, Katie and um, Kristen Jax. Jody. Kristen and Jax... Kristen is dating. All of them are all dating within each other. They've all dated each other before, mm, and then course. they're cheating within the group. There's cheating within the group. It Always. is. It is great because they are poor people in Hollywood trying to be actors who are waiting tables, right? Jax is a That's real fuckboy. Jax is a fuckboy. He's got that. Jax is a fuckboy name. How are they buying all this coke? Waiting well, tables. Well, I bet they make money, good money in Hollywood. Fucking waiting tables. Yeah, there, and like... tips are good. And now the sh- now it's on. Now the restaurant's on TV, so people are going to see these people. I'm sure they're making a ton of money. But this is the point, right? And and also, Coke's pretty cheap in America. Australia, different story. Um, but the this is the thing that I was getting at is we started off with this messy fucking show that was around horny waiters trying to make it 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we are nine seasons into the show. We don't even have the original nine cast months. anymore. Pardon? We don't even have the original cast anymore after nine seasons. Well, interesting you should say that. Like, there have been some shake-ups from time. Stassi left because she had a super controlling boyfriend had to come, and she came back a couple of years later. But the big thing that happened during the George Floyd stuff is that Stassi and Kristen got fired. Stassi is a... A shit she has, name. It's a shit name. Her podcast is. was called Basic Bitch, I think. Her book was called Lessons from a Basic Bitch. She leans into this white privilege certainly came from a privileged background and uh one of the things that her and Kristen did so faith there's a, there was a lady named faith now faith was a cast member faith fucked Jax. of course she okay, did jacks a fuck boy jacks so cheated jacks is a fuck boy jacks cheated on britney with faith okay now britney. everybody hates faith because it's britney bitch everybody loves britney yeah, now the thing doesn't. is that faith is black and okay. stacy and Kristen, who had a huge podcast, well, Stacey did, very, very big podcast. She's doing live shows, huge platform. She has over 2 million followers on Instagram, okay? Mm-hmm. She's a big star. That is big. That's a lot. They started live tweeting and asking their community to assist them. They saw a video of a black lady stealing a car on the internet somewhere, and they got faith... Um, swatted they had people call the police on her say it was her they legitimately had a swat team show up to her house and why is is this some random video on the internet i don't get it i think that they might have thought there were some similarities i do not believe that they inside felt that it was her i don't think they truly believe that it was i don't think they realized the danger that they were truly putting her in by doing this, they did not understand Black Lives Matter. I, Stacey openly said some stuff about the Oscars where she was like, who gives a fuck if it's all white actors, it's all white actors. Like she just said some really bad stuff throughout the years. And this was the pinnacle of it all, was during this George Floyd Black Lives Matter moment in the middle of the quarantine, Faith, went on an interview and she said they spotted my house this is what happened and no one has heard from faith since then and no one and then everyone was like did this really happen and they went back in twitter and yes they were making people call the cops on her live while on a podcast and it's not the only racially insensitive thing that they have done so stacy and Kristen were fired last year that this is the first season that they haven't been on. So there have been some star shakeups. Jax and Brittany were fired as well, just just because Jax is super problematic and it was like only a matter of time. I feel like that's um, what they want though. It's problematic. That's what makes content. That's what gives you the show. That is and you know what huge missed opportunity here is they should have put the cameras on and shown Stacy's world falling apart around her, her losing all of her sponsorships. Her they should have done this as a learning moment. They didn't. The show is not as good. Ratings have plummeted this season. All of that to say, which wasn't even any of the point, is just that the <laughs> the change in reality TV cast from when they were hired of as horny, could not pay their rent waiters, yeah. to nine seasons in. Generally, you make sixty thousand for your first season on Bravo. It jumps up to a hundred from there, and then they kind of almost. 
I believe doubles, I could be wrong, from there. So by the time you're in your ninth season, you are making half a million a season. That's fair to say for any show on Bravo in its ninth season, you're at least making half a mil if you've been on all nine seasons. So these people aren't horny, poor waiters. Now, and, and so because the show is focused around the restaurant, it's, it's, what Feels they should like... have done this season is show us Kristen and Stacey's lives falling apart, change the show. All of them had babies during the quarantine. I think about four of them had babies. It should now be around these Instagram influencers who have babies, first year of parenthood. Change the show. Call it something different. But don't put them on TV and try to tell us that they're still working at the restaurant. Cause... Feels derivative at this point. Turn your fucking it's ring so around. It's so produced. Sorry. I'm just it's kidding. so produced. <laughs> Hold on. No, I get it. It feels like, I believe derivative is the proper term. Like, they're, it's, it's like forcing the same type of content that felt genuine at the time, but now it's like, they're obviously like not still working at this restaurant, right? Like, they're making enough money off the show. So it's like Jersey Shore when they go to work at some like beach shop or whatever. It's like, you know that it's just there for them to have something to do during the day for a couple hours to get some content. They're not there to do work. They're there to fuck <laughs> off right. and like the produce content. It could be an interesting show around inf- the fact that there's never explained like, a lot of the fights that happen on these shows and they're like, well, Jenny told Finny that blah, blah, blah. But the fight's not actually about that. The fight's that fit tummy tea, had deal with Stasi, and then Kristen said she'd do it for less. And so she got the, and then she didn't post in time. And so maybe it's about these new business of Instagram and following what they actually, maybe there's a show there. I don't know. But. Well, who would have thought there would show around waiters? People serving, you know, it's like, it's not what they do. It's the people's insanity, you know, the people themselves, whatever they're doing, they're bringing that same insanity. It's just like, who would have, you know, what any show is. Yeah. It's just insane people. The premise could sound mundane. And I think that's where they made the mistake is they've tried to keep it at the restaurant. And all of us know that none of those people are waiters anymore. Or is that more like pandering? It's more like pandering. We're like, okay, they're waiters here. No, no, they're. And also, if I was on Bravo for nine seasons and they're giving me half a mil a season, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck they want me to do to keep that cash cow coming. Yeah, of course. It's reality. It's quote unquote reality TV. It's all. It's all scripted anyway. I mean, they may have. It's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It'd be interesting to write for one of those shows. Because you got to think some. To be a producer. Well, they got writers and shit. They don't have writers. They're producers. I think there's writers, Caitlin. I think you're just clinging to a lie. I think you know it's not true, but you just don't want that last piece of your reality shattered. 
So you're just clinging to dear life. Clinging for dear life. I've been thinking about shaving my beard a lot lately. It's getting pretty long. It's going, let's see, it's about. Sorry. If I tuck my okay. chin, it'll go down past my collarbone. Where's my collarbone? Normal. I mean, it's solid down to the top of my collarbone. Where you got that little horseshoe right here, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like down to there. And then if you pull it, it goes even longer. I've been thinking about going to just a mustache. But i got to hold out till the cold weather's done and over with. And then when it's... Well, we don't get spring anymore. Then it just goes from, like, weird random hot days and then weird random, like, snow and cold days. And then when it finally turns into getting all hot days, then it's mustache. Be wearing a mustache. Mm -hmm. That's how you know. It's just, like, coming of age... So you know when you're a man is when you start sporting well, a mustache. Not so much ironically anymore, but now because for whatever reason you can start pulling off a mustache now. You notice that? Like you see an old man with a mustache, you're like, oh yeah, it's just an old, it's just, just dude with mustache. You know, it's just guy. Fits his face. Seems, yeah, he likes it. Mm -hmm. My a, dad has a mustache. He's always had one. Yeah, but you see a kid with a mustache, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? Shave that caterpillar, yeah. you fucking retard. Yeah. Don't say that. We can't say that. We can't say the R word anymore. It's not nice. But still, you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Trying to find... Um... But, like, the soul yeah. patch, right here, right underneath your lip, you know, you just got that little triangle, can be pulled off when you're younger. Still not by everybody, but sometimes, you know, it can. But the older you get, inversely, the less likely. Like, you see an old man with that, you're like, ooh, what the fuck are you doing with that? Shave that shit, you fucking idiot. Creeper. Um, How many girls do you have in your basement, you fucking psychopath? <laughs> God. I just thought I'd give that vibe. I, um... Oh, that's a good one. I'm just having a look here. I know you're having a look. Having a gander. Um, it's all right. Oh, he's looking. Um... So... What they the other tell thing you... I want to talk about was this new legislation that's come in, or has been proposed, I should say. It has not yet passed, but I don't see a reason why it wouldn't pass. What um, is it? This new legislation? I am all ears. I can't wait. Shut up. <laughs> so it is um, about kids in, in Instagram and blogging scenarios, um... which are... Uh, like kids, kids, under 18? Under 18. Under 18 social media kids then, basically? Like, influencer type shit? Specifically the assholes that I work with who exploit their children on the internet, yes. Oh, yes, yes. It's got to be like, you know, child child actors. 
they got to be able to like not let the parents have any of that money and make it go into a trust for the kids, right? It's got to be easy, open and shut legislation. Protect the kids' money. Don't let the parents have it. Where are we going for lunch? That should be what was on the docket for that day. That should be what's on the docket for that day, but... Is this Australian law or American? American. I know, it's like, obviously there's no, nobody's influencing in Australia. Everything's in America. Hollywood. Um, um, so basically no what it would do would be to implement the same rules uh, for children on the internet for, as children on television and movies which is that there is a set amount of hours that they can work. Ooh, forgot it about needs that. to be set around their schooling. Mm-hmm. That's important for sure. Very important. Yes. It is important to um, also pay the people who are actually creating the content. What so I mean? thought one of the most interesting... What do you mean pay the people this? creating the content? Like the kids themselves or the people editing it and whatnot? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because creating it, I mean, without the kids, there'd be no content created, but also without people editing it, there'd be no content created either. And that would be different than, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing you mean the kids. Making sure the kids get money in a trust fund or something. Well, basically it has to go in a trust fund, yes. But also what it is is, um, so say the kid is on screen 50% of the video. Yes. They make 50% of the revenue. If they are on screen 100% of the video, that's their money. 100% of the money, less a manager's fee, which is generally 10%. 10%. So it'll be a really big shake-up to the industry. Now, Very what about big. the people who's editing these videos? Because these kids are obviously not sitting down and editing the videos together, putting the audio in, the special effects and shit. I mean... They don't need a huge cut, but I mean, that's production value is a big deal as well. That's got to be absorbed somewhere. You're right. That's an interesting point. Because with like TV stars and actors, you know, actors get their pay. You know, this is what you get to be in this show. And then there, I think. 100% or 90% basically, you know, 10% manager fee. You know, they should also make that to where, like, there should be, like, one type of deal that managers could push for kids. Like, you know, if you're going to manage a child actor, you get 10%. You don't get anything mm -hmm. else. You don't get a try and get 12 or whatever. You know, like, this fair rate, this is what you get. This is, like, a standard child actor managing rate. You don't, you can't handle it. Well, there's another manager around the corner that can't. Or, but you know they can't. Yeah. Do, they can't do that either, I suppose, because then it would limit the free market. 
because then maybe one manager has better connections and can promote this child actor better, but he wants more. But, yeah, they're Joe Schmo around the corner. Yeah, I'm a manager. I could manage it for 10%, but would do a shit job. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're like, I could do it. Well, yeah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Mary-Kate, Ashley, yeah, I'll manage the shit out of those kids. I put them on a show called Empty Trailer. It's where they're... They live with their absentee father and their mother who's at the bar all the time. That's a that's a, well, a joke about full house, empty trailer. You know, Danny Tanner was a good dad. The empty trailer premise would be bad parents, a bad mother maybe. Empty trailer, an absentee mother. She's always down at the local dive bar. Either that or playing scratchers at the gas station, three blocks from the trailer park. Looking for her next boyfriend. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. I'm. I got it. We can. Hey guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, no, seriously, thanks for listening. I don't know why we gotta go right now, but. She calls the shots. She know how it goes. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.